Welcome. This is Stan Lee of Marvel Comics warning you to look around you. Your classmates, your friends, you never know which one of them may be a mutant. A person born with strange and wondrous powers. Now, some mutants, like the X-Men, use their special gifts for good. But then there are the terrorist mutants who plan to destroy the human race. What do you say, Rain? Tonight of all nights. Want to try one more carol? We're talking Uncanny X-Men number 230. Hit it. It was 1988. Visa was everywhere you wanted it to be. DC let comic readers decide if Jason Todd's Robin should live or die. Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon album was on the Billboard charts for a total of 741 consecutive weeks. And Longshot helped the X-Men play Santa Claus with stolen loot. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now, joining me are two Totally Rad Christmas All-Stars and Ratty winners from Just Another Friday Night. It's Double A and CM Chuck. Guys, how's it going? Great, Jerry D. How are you, my friend? Doing very good. (laughs) You know? Yes. I'm all right, man. I'm making it. (laughs) (laughs) Same over here, bud. Always happy to be here with you, doing the thing that we do, talking with you, talking Christmas in the 80s. Heck yeah. And tonight we have a special treat because we're talking Chris Claremont's (laughs) X-Men. The best X-Men. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> You know, Jer, I always say the, the fun part of doing a show with you is that you get me to do something that I've probably been wanting to do but haven't made time to do, whether it's watch old 80s cartoons or read comic books and especially X-Men and Claremont. So it was a, a treat as always. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, now, before we dive into the X-Men, though, we're going to do my brand new segment called Hit Me With The Toaster. So I'm going to ask it. you guys a couple of questions. Don't think about it too hard. Just the very first answers that you can think of all right just hit me with those answers so question number one which x-men would you cast as the ghosts of christmas uh nightcrawler nightcrawler be days of days geez i missed that ghost i'm thinking days of uh (laughs) future future past past. (laughs) yeah that's that's actually a good one who should be the the ghost of christmas real bad yeah um (laughs) nightcrawler be the the last one for me uh which one is that one the ghost of uh christmas Christmas future Future? Future, okay, yeah, Nightcrawler because he can teleport. Storm, maybe Christmas Past. Oh, yeah. And I gotta go Wolverine, maybe present. He's always in the present, so I maybe Wolverine on that one. I like that. I like some good picks. The good picks. Yeah. Uh, double A. Same question for me or a different question? Sure. Yeah. What do you, okay, what do you so say? For me, uh, Ghost of Christmas Future, I'm going to go Magneto because he's like scary and I feel like that ghost was the scariest. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, ghost of Christmas uh, Present, uh, I'm going to go Gambit because I feel like oh, Gambit nice. lives in okay. the moment. Uh, nice. And Ghost of Christmas Past, and I, I feel like I'm on the villain tip, but I'm going to go Sabretooth because I feel like he's been around a long time. And he's, <laughs> he's uh, you know, he'll, he'll definitely it. dredge yeah. up some old, okay. old stuff. 
okay. I actually, I like, uh, I like all those picks. I would go with um, double A's, except I would switch Nightcrawler and Wolverine. So I would make okay. Nightcrawler because okay. Nightcrawler's okay. a little more happy-go-lucky. So I feel that's kind of yeah, like yeah. his present. Yeah. yeah and Wolverine was, you know, the Horseman Death at one point. So I feel like yeah, yeah. he'd, true. he'd be yeah. a good future. But I, those yeah, are great, solid one. picks, man. Yeah. All right, next question. So, which X Man would you rather go Christmas caroling with? I'll go first since you went first hey, last time. Go um, dang, which X Men would I rather go Christmas caroling with? I thought I had it right away because I was going to say Dazzler because she sings, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually going to be my pick. Solid she's, choice. She's a big yeah. old light. Yeah, she's a big old light. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> she, she makes all the Christmas lights. <laughs> I, I can let her carry me too. You know what I mean? I don't That's have right. to sound too good. That's she, right. can, she can do the heavy lifting, you know? <laughs> um, I'll go Jean. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like so, that. So she can protect me from all the scary, uh, you know, People that want to be scary. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I Put get me it. in her TK bubble. Yeah. And, and, and nobody's <laughs> going to criticize you with Gene around. She'll just as long as you don't around. say Banshee, because I feel like he'd <laughs> break some windows as you're caroling. <laughs> Man. <laughs> we'll save him for Halloween caroling. Man, that's a good one. That's right. <laughs> who would you go with, Jerry? Oh, who, who, um, who? I mean, I think I'd. Ooh, that is tough. I'd probably go Dazzler, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we're out there. <laughs> easy on the eyes too, right? Yeah. She, she's the easy pick. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Low hanging fruit there. Um, yeah. Okay, and then finally, uh, you're spending Christmas at Xavier School. Who do you wish was there with you? Like, just which X Men would you want to spend Christmas with? Essentially, you want to go first? Yeah, uh, I'd say Nightcrawler. Like you're saying, Jerry, he's just uh, you know he's all about that kind of moment, about mm-hmm. that that kind of holiday, that feel good. You know, he wants to be friends with everyone. So I. I I wanted to have like a some drinks with Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Nightcrawler is an excellent choice. I mean, for me, just because I'm such a big Wolverine fan, and I know he's kind of grumpy, but yeah, I think bad. that I think that uh, you know, just watching him carve up Christmas dinner would be incredible. <laughs> and uh, you know, I think I think if I had a couple of beers with him, we could eventually warm up to each other. Right, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Peter Parker, Wolverine. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I get it. <laughs> You know, this one is tough. I think for me, it probably would be Jean in this case. I think uh, she'd just be cool. And I think it's it's because of Jean and like Tila and Scarlet that, you know, the 80s, they, they kind of made me dig redheads. So I, I think right. I'd probably uh, go for Jean. Yeah. Yeah, totally <laughs> right and, and you know somewhere somewhere bobby drake you know Iceman is mad no one picked him for yeah. a, a winter holiday to hang out with. Yeah, it's, it's true. sorry bobby sorry it's <laughs> it's all right <laughs> you can't win it's already all. cold we don't need you yeah. we'll say we'll we'll save Iceman for uh, christmas in july christmas there you go july. yeah we'll there take them yeah. that's right yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man those are all excellent but that's just a way for our listeners to get to know you guys a little bit more awesome. okay so thank you for that yeah but now, let's dig into Uncanny X-Men number 230. No place to hide. No place to run. No place to run. The mutant tale, the mutant tale has now begun. X-Men, X-Men, this is the day, this is the day. X-Men, X-Men, Magneto's horns are all the way to... Before we, like, dive into this particular issue, what do you guys remember about X-Men in general? Like, what's your history with it, your experience, and... Like, how did you get into it? That kind of a thing. You want to go first? Yeah, sure. So I got into it like around 2000, 2001. That's when I started reading comics. And uh, the comics that were available to me that my brothers had at that time, um, I mean, man, Chris Claremont just kills it with the writing. And the artists that he has from, you know, from John Byrne to um, Cockrum to 
Silvestri, Jim Lee. Yeah, to Jim Lee, to, I mean, Romita, you know, Paul Smith. It's like, man, I mean, the, the stories were just always so good. And he he's probably the best writer that actually can manage a whole group of characters. Yeah. Super hard task. Yeah, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. make it still really fun. Uh, and make them feel like individuals too, right? Yeah. Like no one had, there were no like no, overlapping personalities. Team, right? Yeah. So I mean, the X Men just was right away. It's, it's not my favorite book, but it to me, it's the best book that Marvel had for a long time. Oh yeah, a million percent. Yeah. For me, I mean, I think I would be remiss if I didn't say, but it's like I got to give all the love and credit to the '90s cartoon. You know, I was already reading comics at that point, and mainly, I mean, I was a Wolverine guy, but I and I had good feelings towards the X-Men, but I didn't really read them. And I would say that the X-Men cartoon from the nineties really helped me to want to pick up some books and read them. And, you know, I would say, uh, you know, around the time of, you know, Legion's quest and then age of apocalypse and then, you know, X-Men prime, I really got into that, you know, uh, era of it, which also made me want to eventually backtrack to Mm -hmm. the old stories, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and read, you know, like uh, the Dark Phoenix, the Dark, right? Yeah, Proteus and, and Days, Days of Future, Future Past, Past. you know, oh, yeah. all the all that, you know, even eventually, you know, getting to meet Claremont at, uh, you know, uh, Comic Palooza in Houston, in Houston yeah. and I picked up a copy of um, what's the one that X Men Two is based on? Uh, oh God, God, oh, uh, God, God loves man kills. God yeah, loves sorry, man no, kills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never owned that. So I, I picked it up a copy from our, oh, our good friend one. Mario. Yeah, I have a copy. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, and uh, I picked it up specifically from uh, our comic book guy Jerry that we've been going to for like over twenty five years. Me and Double A, and uh, sadly he's moved now to your area. So if you ever oh. need a new comic book guy up there, uh, Jerry D. Uh, Mario uh, Delgado is a great guy to to get in touch with. Um, but, cool. Uh, yeah, I need a good con- so in the Valley, there was a place we would go to all the time when I started. And, uh, up here, I, I haven't really found a place that I like really dig. There's like a couple here and there, but they're just not, not really what I'm into or not really what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, and so, uh, yeah, I, that'd be awesome. Mario Delgado. Okay. I'll I'll definitely hook you up with him. Yeah. He, he yeah. stores called authority comics and we've actually had him on two of our episodes. If you just I, hear him talking yeah. and just tell he's a great guy, but but uh, yeah, he got me a copy of that before I go to Houston to meet, you know, Claremont, and and it was kind of funny because I think he was uh, he was charging to sign books and uh, yeah, it's like ten bucks. It's like ten bucks, 10 but bucks. for that one, he does charge fifteen. Yeah, which, <laughs> I mean, I, which <laughs> honestly, I still think that's a really cheap price for someone like Claremont. Right. I was yeah. like, wow, ten. I was like, and I was totally fine for five bucks more for that particular story, which is yeah. probably his, you know, one of his oh, most one of his best. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a top ten story for me. Agreed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's classic. Yeah, my love for the X Men. I think you know, on, you know, on me and Double A's show, we've had the conversation where, like, you know, if you did a Mount Rushmore of superheroes, who would be on there? And I was like, well, you know, for Marvel, obviously you've got Spider Man. And I was like, if there'd be a way to like group together like four, you know, four, five, or six X Men in one <laughs> right. slot, that would be the way to do it because we would say the X Men would well, be yeah, the other. I think we did say too. X Men is a the Mount other Rushmore right would be a Mount Rushmore. Yeah, the other yeah. big uh, you know title or property that that Marvel has held up Marvel, you know, so. Uh, love the X-Men, man. Uh, again, like I, we said earlier, so many rich, deep, diverse characters, yeah. you know, that, that really? don't overlap, yeah. that have separate personalities. It, it makes right. them incredible to read. Yeah. And so um, when I did Uncanny X-Men number 143, I kind of got into my history, but I'll just uh, kind of recap it here quickly. So yeah, I mostly read Batman comics when I was uh, in the 80s. And mm-hmm. then when uh, the 90s rolled around, my dad bought me X-Men number one and Uncanny X-Men number 281 as like a little, Ooh. like a set. 
you know? And so nice. from there, it, and it was like 90 or 91. I don't, I don't recall uh, exactly anymore, but that got me into the X-Men. So we started collecting Marvel cards and I was religiously reading all the X books. It was like X-Men, Ooh. Uncanny X-Men, <laughs> yeah. X-Force, X Factor, uh-huh, yeah. X Caliber. <laughs> I mean, there was like yeah. just there was a million X books at the time, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they were all great. I loved them all, and so I, when the cartoon rolled around, I was like all in on the cartoon. And then they would do huge crossovers like uh, Executioner Song. They mm-hmm. did the uh, the Age of Apocalypse that you mentioned, which yeah. actually was inspired by the cartoon. That episode, uh, mm-hmm. remember we right. were talking about that the other day. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I was just I was all in. So then I immediately started going back and rereading all of them, just like you guys did. And I gotta say, the one that we're gonna be covering today is probably my one of my lesser favorites. I I, okay. I don't really the Outback X Men. I know a lot of people have a lot of love for it. It's not yeah, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really into like the Dark Phoenix saga. That's mm-hmm. that's one of my favorites. But uh, to me, and it, a lot of it has to do with Jim Lee's art. Um, I'm uh-huh. very much a blue team, gold team X Men. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, he's a great designer. He was yeah. a great designer for the new suits. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, now Cyclops is back in that old suit. You know, that Jim Lee suit. It's yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right. Like, heck yeah, let's do it. Of course, yeah. you know, Cyclops is my favorite. A lot of it is because mm-hmm. we're both like the nerdy, skinny you know, <laughs> leader type guys. And so uh, I kind of, a, a lot of it just is because we, yeah, we both had glasses. And uh, so, I mean, I, I kind of really dig him. And then of course, after he merged with Apocalypse, he became like super complex character mm-hmm. that I just, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, this guy. But, you know, I love all the X-Men and I think my favorite team, uh, I mentioned blue and gold, you know, as the era in general, but my favorite team was when it was like Psych, Wolvie, Storm, nightcrawler colossus and gene like i love that that era i mean it was Mm -hmm. just it's fantastic as well it's one of but this outback x-men um i don't know i think it's because none of my favorites were part of it that i just couldn't get into it as much yeah you're definitely not getting no no cyclops in this one for sure No, at all yeah (laughs) in fact we get his (laughs) ex-wife right yeah yeah and i was a little bit uh with, I didn't have a lot of context for this issue. So for me, I was like, what's going on here? What are they? You know what I mean? I was like, right. okay. So, might be the X Factor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Yes. They're, they're an X Factor at this time. And we'll, we'll kind of set it up before we dive into this issue. Okay, issue. Okay. So, um, I, but yeah, X-Men's always been a, bit, a huge part. Of course, the movies came out. I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, you know, the first one was okay. Second one was fantastic. Oh, Third man. one was terrible. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was always up and down. Yeah. It yeah. really was. And then I liked the, um, the new class. I, I liked days mm-hmm. of future we past. Yeah. Apocalypse was terrible. I mean, it's just, it was like, uh, uh, like you, like you said, it, it was a big roller coaster. Of, <laughs> of you know, feelings. I, there was like, I apocalypse is a bad movie, but there are some really awesome parts in that movie. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Like I like when apocalypse like tells Magneto to really dig deep and like Magneto is like shaking the planet almost, you know, yeah. I was like, man, that's a really great it's display of cool. power. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that Magneto those... part too is, is, uh, real sad when they kill his daughter Yeah, and he just kind of goes nuts and yeah. you know, murder kills everyone. You know I mean? There's some parts, uh, but yeah, definitely a wasted Oscar Isaac. Like that mm. beginning part was great. I love the beginning part of yeah. the movie where those, those Egyptians are like, oh, they want to yeah. like make sure he never gets out. Right. 
You know, right. that's a great part too. Yeah. Do we get a Do we get a Quicksilver scene in that one? I think we do. Right? Is it that one we get? Yes. I yes. We, when he, I think when we do. He yeah. Goes back in and out right. into Which the house. Which is amazing. Like, oh, I don't the like house havoc. Are, yeah. Havoc passes mm -hmm. and dies yes. in that one. Yeah. Those are some of the best, I think, <laughs> displays right. of speed I think yeah. we've seen in, yeah. in, you know, well, just yeah. done period by a speedster. Uh, so very cool. Uh, but I agree. But yeah, like, some parts, but not enough to make that to no. tip the scales. Yeah, like some yeah. characters were yeah. really – they got great actors. I think that – I think that Oscar Isaac had, had a better look. It would have been a better movie. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. And, uh, there's there's some cosplay that just knocks it out of the park for Apocalypse, yeah. and then and yeah. then you like yeah. look at Oscar Isaac's makeup, and you're like, oh come on. No, <laughs> well, everyone said it was like the Power Rangers, like Ivan yeah. Ooh. Hey, it really was. was. I was like, like wow. I remember, <laughs> I remember like, that <laughs> that was going around, and yeah. I was like, ooh, that's that's not that's good. Horrible. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought um, it was Olivia Munn, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Psylocke. She looked great as Psylocke, but they didn't sure give did, her yeah. very much to do oh, you know it was kind of oh. like wow, another wasted kind he was of, also uh, wasted yeah yeah great character yeah. but yeah so and again you know it's funny that we were all saying this but i'm sure as x-men fans the three of us were like lined up to see them oh, no, oh of course they, yeah they i mean yeah. it was you just so great it. to finally see them on oh, screen i like, mean when when i saw the the end credits of days of future past and they show apocalypse building yeah. the pyramid i was like oh man you know like i told my wife yeah. like we're coming to see this movie. It, it did. It's so funny, right? Because it's like it didn't matter how many times it let us down. <laughs> we were still like yeah. geeked for the next one. Yeah. Like I know, I, can't wait. I know. That's just just Wolverine on screen with his claws out to mm -hmm. me was like it, this is worth it. This little part's worth it. You know? <laughs> did, did you end up? I mean, Hugh Jackman now is Wolverine, right? I mean, oh, oh totally. Yeah. Even yeah. though he's like nothing really like his comic counterpart, no. Uh, no. physical in physical appearance. Um, mm -hmm. you know, characterization still pretty close, but. But physically, it's like, you know, he's called Wolverine because Wolverines are small and fierce. Small. <laughs> and Hugh Jackman's like 6'3 or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Which is funny, Jerry, because you say that's why you gravitated towards Cyclops because, you know, the the uh, the glasses and the the tall lankiness and the, the you yeah. know, me, there were very few or no short, short. superheroes. So as a <laughs> short guy myself, that's about, you know, 5'4", reading his you know, Marvel card that said he was five three was like, oh man, you know, we're the same size. Like that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, definitely not the same build because the guys, you know, built oh, like well, a, that's a comic brick house. You know? yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's Jim yeah. Lee art, right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Everybody's art. Right? <laughs> Super Jack. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, I had hopes. You know, I had dreams. You know, is one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. But so overall, X Men, I, we can all agree, we love it. Claremont's run. I mean, he was on the book for what, like, fifteen years. I mean, it's it's something, something like that. Yeah, it, it was a a long it's time. Crazy. And so he really had a lot of free reign. And I know his editor would sometimes kind of pull him back and like get him to focus on mm -hmm. the story because he had so many ideas. He would move on to the next. Yeah, and, and she'd have to like pull him back. Say, well, what about this over here? You forgot about that. And then, oh yeah, and then he'd tie it up. You know. <laughs> yeah. So this particular issue we talked about, this is when the X-Men are in the outback. And mm -hmm. so what that means is this is after the fall of the mutants. It's after the mutant massacre. Okay. And so the world thinks that the X-Men are dead. Um, they were, I believe, in yeah, Dallas show that. Yeah. fighting the adversary. Um, that's that's the name of the villain, the adversary. It's a, adversary. some sort of like creature that Forge accidentally summoned because... You know, people think of Forge, <laughs> the mutant name. Forge. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. People think of Forge as like this techno technological genius yeah. kind of guy. Mm -hmm. They don't think of mm -hmm. him. They forget that he was also like the shaman of his tribe. Ooh, but uh, that's right. Yeah, he was Native American. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 So he actually has mystical powers as well. Uh, and so he accidentally, when he was like young, accidentally summoned this creature and it 
over time began to grow. The X-Men fought it and they seemingly died. It turns out that the that Roma, that like, I don't know, they call her goddess. I don't know if she's really a goddess or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, Marvel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the goddess Roma like saved them and transported them to the outback where they defeated the Reavers and took over their base. And that's kind of where we're at now. Everybody okay. thinks okay. that they're okay. dead. That makes sense. Okay. Um, she also made sure that no technology can detect them as well. So now yeah. for literally they can just operate and fight crime in secret. <laughs> so, okay. Interesting okay. choice yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was the eighties, man. Totally. Totally. <laughs> okay. <Cocaine>, you know, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but, but no, so that's kind of where we're at. And so they just beat the Reavers. And this is like the second issue of their Outback run. And so wow, this is, okay, okay. that's why we get that scene where, what scenes, <laughs> panels of like Dazzler, you know, talking about what a dump the place is and yeah, Storm right. trying to clean yeah. it out. Because literally they just took it over from the Reavers who were like these half, uh, half man, half machine, I don't know, mercenaries. Yeah, they're like yeah. cybernetic, that like have cybernetic parts. I know they had a couple of uh, 90s uh, Mm -hmm. episode runs. Yeah, they were in episodes with Lady Death. And they were kind of the primary characters in Logan. Yes, in 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 Logan. Yes, that's right. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where we're at uh, with this particular uh, issue. After this, so that they fight the brood again. They go to Genosha for a little bit. And then the Reavers come back. And they end up having to go through the Siege Perilous which is something that it's like a mystical device that uh, Roma gave them so that if they wanted to start their lives anew, they could. And so it scatters the X-Men across the globe and eventually they all come back and we get the blue team and the gold team. So, okay. Nice. Yeah. Wow. So okay. this is, okay. yeah, this is kind of before that. This is a right after the, the mutant massacre and right after the fall of the mutants. So, but let's dive into this issue. It's uh, right. it's kind of a sweet issue, but also like a filler issue, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I do. I yeah, love those sure. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Sometimes it's nice. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Sometimes it's nice. I don't know if I'd call this one nice. Like, I think, <laughs> I, I think after the battle with the Reavers and, you know, after the mutant massacre, I'd be like, come on, let's get to the next thing. What is it? You know? Right. Uh, right. <laughs> personally, if I had been reading it at the time, but, uh, but yeah. So this issue's uh, called Twas the Night. Storm has just gotten her powers back. Remember, she was depowered. Oh, okay. All right. For so a while. And, already. Yeah, that her and Forge were years, in right? alternate. Yeah, it was a few years. Yeah. Um, but she still led the X-Men. She was still awesome, yeah. you know, as their field leader. And Forge had her and Forge were in the adversary's dimension where he finally built a machine and was able to get her powers back. Nice. So so she's this is like her finally having her powers, and she's got a costume yeah. very similar to her later 90s run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. It's just black instead of like silver, like when Jim Lee did it. So the issue opens up with them actually testing out the Reavers defenses. And so Rogue is like the uh, quote unquote infiltrator that is trying to fly through and and Mm -hmm. basically see what they've got. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the X-Men are also testing themselves. And so we have like Madeline Pryor, Cyclops' ex-wife, the clone of Jean Grey, who he left. After he married and had a kid with, he left for Jean Grey. <laughs> not Cyclops' best moment. Yeah, not his. No, yeah. No. <laughs> okay, I hold on. Side rant here. Okay, because <laughs> because this dude. This is why why I get so mad nowadays. Because like this dude was so in love with Jean that mm-hmm. 
he even left his wife for Jean, even though his wife was like a Jean clone. And then later <laughs> on, they have him like psychically cheating on Jean, you yeah. know, in uh, yeah. what's his name? Uh, Grant Morrison's run. I'm like, come yeah, on, not man. My, not like my this... favorite writer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not a Grant Morrison fan either. No. And Frank Grant Morrison's always up to stuff. <laughs> that, that's actually my least favorite run. And I know it's yeah. critically acclaimed. I can't stand yeah. it. But uh, me yeah. neither. Anyway, yeah, I get so. it. Yeah. I definitely get it. No, no good rant, Jer. I mean, uh, <laughs> but you know, I mean, again, he shouldn't have done that. But I'm just saying, like, that's how much he was into this girl. That's how much he loved her, and so right. to have to have him cheat on her. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'm sorry. It's kind of it's kind of the classic joke, right? Where they say, like, you know, you get to have a, a you know a, a, a fantasy type dream or whatever, and you end up dreaming about your significant other. You're like, oh man, what the, what the heck? You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, real quick, I think I did uh, hear though that in the new stuff that him and Gene are back together again though. Oh, nice! Yes, so. so so they were yeah exactly they they're back together on the Krakoan yeah. age. Um, it's implied that they might be in a thruple with Wolverine as well. Yeah, which I was like, oh, that's okay. They're, yeah, see, they always want to test those. Yeah. It's very it's right? very fanfic kind of writing. Yeah, uh, in that respect, no. But uh, but then basically it's just him and Gene together and then the brood came back they killed his dad and he kind of goes like oh like i gotta destroy all the brood and gene kind of is not cool with it and um so they're a little bit kind of drifting apart because of it and now i don't remember exactly what happened orcus attacks and now they're all the krakoan age seems like it's over but that's kind of what spoiler alert i'm sorry but no uh, no no i've I've, I've read all about yeah that this whole all this stuff was to lead up to the new X-Men now. Yeah. I was doing mm-hmm. some of the Project X, House of X stuff, and I couldn't I couldn't really wrap my head around it. And I was like, I just kind of gave up with it. So those books ended up just sitting in my boxes. Ah, but okay. but yeah, the whole thing too with that, with uh hey, just call cable. I know, hey, just call cable. cable. Will do it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like uh they they put uh with what you're saying there, Jerry, with with uh Wolverine. No Cyclops wanting to kill all the brutal. Oh, they yeah. put him on the the Jim Kirk hating the, the Klingons. Klingons. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I've never trusted Klingons. And I never will. I've never been able to forgive them for the death of my boy. And then when it comes to him, like, you know, cheating on Gene, like you said, Jerry, he's supposed to be so into her. It reminded me of, like, when Kevin Arnold, like, didn't end up with Winnie Cooper. I was like, dude, <laughs> we dedicated yeah. all this time to watching you and yeah, Winnie exactly. and marry Winnie, like. Like what a jiff, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Cyclops, get it together, brother. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, and now uh, to be fair, all that happens after he's possessed by apocalypse, and they right. there's a whole thing where they he admits like his worldview has changed a lot, and we see that playing out where like mm-hmm. he's much more militant, yeah, yeah, militaristic, and uh, eventually he's like more about survival of mutant kind rather than everything else. So I, I kind of give him. a the benefit of doubt but still then i look back and i'm like man stupid grant morrison yeah <laughs> i agree i will say some you. of that aspects of cyclops like that i do like the strategist the really smart oh, yeah. you know bold leader you yeah. know the guy that you know wasn't was trying to protect his people you know what i mean yeah. so right. i mean like yeah. that part is very respectable about psych for sure yeah but go yeah. ahead jerry you're anyway so issue. sorry no 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 <laughs> a, that's okay i'm sorry it was my fault i got us off topic because i just <laughs> Grant Morrison, oof. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so, yeah, I'm, yeah <laughs> you gotta defend your guy, Jerry. You gotta defend your that's guy. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, Rogue is like the one that's kind of testing the limits. The other X Men are trying to defend, like from different strategic points, to see like the weaknesses of this new base that they've adopted. 
But we also get a glimpse of the mutant uh, gateway. And he's a, a native Australian. Um, I, I don't know how politically correct this is. So uh, forgive me if it's not, but Aborigine, I believe is what uh -huh. he is. Yeah. And he doesn't I would speak have said that too. So, but yeah. he, he mm -hmm. can teleport yeah. people as well. Yeah. And he just is kind of there. Their base is located near his rock. I think the Reavers <laughs> kind of enslaved him, if I recall, and kind of forced him to, to transport them to different places. But the X-Men kind of leave him alone, except for Rogue, who's interested in his deal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they're like, you know, we have Dazzler attacking uh, Rogue. We have Havoc shooting mm -hmm. her. This is back when Psylocke is still British and she <laughs> she attacks her <laughs> mentally. Yeah, it, it's weird to uh, see Psylocke like this. Yeah, right. And not her super sexy costume. She's kind of in the <laughs> well, 70s, yeah. 80s look there. At first, I didn't know that was her. I forgot that that was her old look. And I was like, oh, that's, yeah. Hey, that's Jerry, her. real quick. what did, yeah. did you Did you ever like Havoc's outfit? Or did you like it when uh, they redesigned his look too? I loved his outfit better in the nineties. Yeah, when he was a, when he okay. led X Factor and he had like mm -hmm. I mean you know yeah, it was the nineties everybody had yes. the leather jacket. It, it just looks know? better. Yeah, <laughs> it looks better. It does. It was just it was a cool look and he had I, yeah. I guess the thing was that he had finally learned to control his powers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in this one, he still got the original one that has that the circles to help him. Yeah, focus. yeah. It yeah. just I was looking at it, reading it again. I was like, wow, this is kind of like playing for someone like you know, Sylvester to come in, you know, I guess he was yeah. just like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just keep it, you know. And guys, yeah. oh, can y'all tell me this? Because I want to say in the mutant massacre, was yeah. Wolverine wearing the gold costume? And now he's in the brown in these issues. Did the brown, I think he was in brown. Was so he I in think the he was in brown. Costume? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I wasn't was. sure. I think I was Jim like, Lee uh, puts him back. Puts it back Jim Lee's the, the one that, that yeah, 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 he goes back to the yellow in issue like number four or five, something like that. I, I love both. I think they're so both iconic, but it was cool for me to be right. reading this one and see him in the brown costume. I was like, man, awesome. I love you know seeing Wolverine like that. <laughs> it's like it's such a classic look, right? The Wolverine mm -hmm. it is. in the, yes, in the it brown. Is. Yeah. Yeah. It seems more sleek too, like it's less yeah. You know, <laughs> more camouflage, right? More camouflage, right? Well, more Wolverine-ish. Yeah. Doesn't Cyclops even say, "Would you, you would, would you prefer yellow spandex?" <laughs> yeah, he does say that too. Yeah. Um, but, no, the other thing too is I was going to ask you guys, like, where do you guys stand on Longshot? Because I've never been a Longshot. Guy. I've never been a Longshot fan either. I always I, thought that that I, power I kind was like, kind of weird. I kind of like what they did with him later, with uh, him and Dazzler and Dazzler, the parents yeah. of Shatterstar. Oh, yes, wow. I okay. did like that I didn't part. Know that. Yeah, yeah. That cool. he's he's like the father of Shatterstar because no I'm kidding. a huge Shatterstar fan from like Liefeld's run. I, I I never really read Shatterstar after that, but I was a right. huge fan of that. And when I heard that whole story and everything, I was like, oh wow, that's that's pretty cool. And you know, Longshot right. battles in Mojo. Oh, Mojo World, yeah, Mo Mojo, Mojo World, yeah, yeah the that's, Mojo that's always yeah. been pretty cool too. Nice. Yeah, I know so. Double A famously hates what uh, Deadpool did with uh, Shatterstar. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was. Oh, I, was well. like, oh, I can't believe I can't believe yeah. Michael uh, agreed to that. Wrote off like, on that. Yeah, yeah. I, was I like, always thought he was a cool. A cool I thought character. the swords look cool, and I thought you know, yeah. I yeah. think anyone with swords usually. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I remember when X Force number one. It was that same area, you know, when they when they relaunched uh, mm -hmm. X Men. X Men. Uh, when X Force number one came out, and it's got them all on the cover, and Shatterstars in like that, that pose that Liefeld drew, you know, with the, yeah. the swords. Man, it's just uh -huh. he yeah. looked so cool. And I remember at yeah. the time, I was like, "Who's this dude? Let me get into it." You know. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, real quick, Jerry. But, but Shot, I remember my favorite. Yeah. No, agree. No, no, not not one of mine either. But I I like the history that you know, yeah that Lifeo kind of did with with Shatterstar. And that's cool because I, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, that's that a cool connection. New, yeah, 
Yeah, a new feeling about it. But I remember, I don't know if you remember this, Double A. I'm sure you played with this, but me and your your middle brother, Will, mm-hmm. we would play that X-Men game, yes. the board game you guys uh-huh. had. Yes. Right? I don't yes. know if you remember this board game, Jerry, but it was I like... I have it. You have that X-Men <laughs> okay, board great. game? I do. It was a card or something that you would do, and it was supposed to be like long shots power, and it was like fabulous luck. And I used That's to right. like, I used to hate That's that. Right. I'd be like, what is this? And I remember that when they put Domino and the Deadpool was, you know, they were like, luck's not a power. And I remember thinking that, I was like, when we play that damn X-Men game, I would think like, <laughs> damn, fabulous That's luck. Right. Like, this That's stinks. Right. I don't want this. You know Yeah, what I and mean? you roll the dice and you got to get like a yellow and a blue or something together. Right. I don't, I don't and remember it was what like it was. Yeah. double, you could double or something. And I was like, okay, I guess it was a kind of a cool thing. But, you know, you always wanted like Bishop because you could like charge oh, the dice and then yes. shoot them back. It was like, yep. you kind of stack the powers. <laughs> we played that game so many times. It was so fun. Oh, yeah. really, but I just, I I just remember thinking of the long shots being kind of lame. I was like, this is kind of lame. <laughs> well, it, I mean, but like now as an adult looking back, it's like, I would love super luck powers. Like everything, oh my gosh, yeah. everything goes great for you all the time. Yeah, I'll take <laughs> for it. Sure. You apply for that job. You buy that lotto ticket. That's you know right. I mean? Exactly. Like, I think I'll play the lottery today. Oh, what do you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but That's yeah, back then I agreed. I was like, I'd rather shoot lasers for my eyes, man. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so Rogue is flying by. She gets hit by a Dazzler uh, with one of Dazzler's beams right into Colossus, who kind of knocks her down and Wolverine kind of pins her. And they kind of see the limitations of the the layout of the fortress along with some of the defenses. And that's kind of where they regroup. But then they also realize Longshot's not with them. <laughs> so Yeah. <laughs> It's He's because, wandered off. <laughs> yeah, and this, this is something I didn't remember about Longshot was that he was also a psychometrist. So he could like touch things and yeah, tell crazy. you like the history of that. I, I didn't remember that. I didn't remember that. Nor at did all. I. That was till I was like, he could do that. I was yeah. like, that's that's kind of a cool power too, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. There was an old movie uh from the 80s called Vibes with Jeff Goldblum and Cindy Lauper. I don't know if you remember it. Oh, wow. No. And Jeff, Jeff Goldblum is a psychometrist. It's all about like these psychics. Oh, wow. It's it's a trippy movie. It's not very good, but it's one of those I've seen so many times because they showed it mm-hmm. on HBO all the time. Yeah. Uh, that I love it. But yeah, it's uh, Jeff Goldblum has long shots power. Psychometry. Well, I touch things, you say. I can take an object and um, tell you where it's been, who's come in contact with Any it. Any money in that? Doll. Gidus. No, not directly. Wow. Now I got to watch it, Jerry. Wow. You've already. Yeah, that's crazy. The, the wow. precursor to the X Men movies. No, that's <laughs> that's where right. they got that's this, right. bro. Yeah. That's right. They stole, they stole uh, Jeff Goldblum's yeah. DNA and put it in long shot. Uh, Before he was creating. the collector, he was, uh, he was a, a, <laughs> he a was long a shot. That's you right. Know, yeah. <laughs> uh, but so he hears voices calling to him and he goes like underground through these tunnels and finds all the reavers stolen loot and it's like (laughs) gold and jewelry and everything. And he picks up like, uh, I think it's a ring or bracelet or something. And he he has essentially like a psychic attack and it kind of knocks him out for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's Willie's gold there. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, then we get some stuff that we can kind of skip, which is just them cleaning up the base and yeah. Dazzler feeling like this place is a pigsty and she wants to get away. And I, I love uh, Storm's cleaning method. She's like, oh, we'll just flood the whole place. I'm like, <laughs> I know. Know. It's like, yeah. no, that's how you get mold, Storm. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> not good for the infrastructure. Right. Unless you're going right. to do an insurance claim. Uh, <laughs> yeah. right. You can tell all three of us are homeowners, yeah. right? I know. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> 
terrible house yeah. cleaning. Hopefully she like blew some winds through it at enough force <laughs> that it dried it. I don't know. Dried but... it. <laughs> Sucked out the humidity. That's yeah, right. No kidding, Just, right. I don't yeah. know what she does, but hopefully it, she she fixes that. Um, meanwhile, Rogue reaches out to Gateway and tries to connect with him. And I think she even brings him a lunch at some point. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's that's just her kind of wanting to know more about this dude that just kind of sits there. <laughs> I mean, he looks he looks bad. Like he looks in bad condition or anything. You know, I mean, Rivers must have really did a a number on him. It, well, and he doesn't speak, but like he's got this look at her, like like he gives her the shifty eye. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And can we can we talk real quick though? We do yeah. get Wolverine shirtless with his cowboy hat on, you know, just <laughs> strolling around. <laughs> you know, I, I, again, once again, I envisioned that as myself. Sometimes. I was gonna say, is this where you where you pictured yourself? There you go. <laughs> totally with the big with the big mutton chops too. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got it. You yeah. gotta have the hair. Yeah, <laughs> mutton chops, my lord. But yeah, then we get the full team in their costumes. They go to see Longshot, who's now I guess awake after his mm-hmm. his uh, attack. And he talks about how all these things were stolen and he hears them crying out. And this is where we there's we get a scene of like one of the pieces that he touches a necklace and it turns out someone stole it from a lady. But it was like a family heirloom passed down from generation to generation. I mean, it's like like cool stuff, cool little little Mm -hmm. world building stuff. But this is where they kind of realize, you know, what, we got to give this back. Like, let's go check it all out. And let's, mm-hmm. and as they go check it out, they realize we got to give it all back. And of course we have to mention, because this is coming up later, Dazzler sees a nice little red motorbike that yes. she really likes. Yeah. And also we got to say that Wolverine says, Oh, we don't got to give it back. Like that's not our job. We beat the bad guys and that's where our <laughs> job is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we yeah. did it. Mission accomplished. The man's trying to relax. Yeah. And yeah. he's still, he's still <laughs> that's fighting. Right. And he's still fighting with the Summers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, having little words Disagreeing with each with other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of uh, that. Uh, it's funny because as much as they like don't like each other, they also like super respect each other. Mm-hmm, you know, Wolverine right. and mm-hmm. Scott. Yeah, totally. Havoc, not so much. He calls him like boy and yeah. son. <laughs> and I mean, he's it's he's just like a little pipsqueak to Wolverine, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> does not respect the brother. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> but Rogue kind of manages to convince Gateway to teleport them all around the world to the specific locations of these people's owners so that they can return them. And Gateway, of course, doesn't say anything, but his fire erupts and they know that that's his cue that, yeah, okay, he's he's in on it. And so he starts teleporting them and it turns out they're doing all of this. And this is a long way to get here, but all of this is being done on Christmas Eve. <laughs> so, I got to say, yes. Jared, when you, when you had yeah. us read this, I mean, I read the title, Twas yeah. the Night, and I was like, okay, you know, classic, you know, uh, you know, Jerry, totally rad, you know, pick here. But I'm I'm on page 24 of this book before <laughs> I even see snow. Yeah. And I was like, did Jerry give us the right book? And I was like, there's no Christmas in this. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, believe me. I read it several times, still looking like <laughs> I'm not even sure I'm in the right book. And I, I've seen the Christmas in this book and I don't even know. But yeah, it's like really <laughs> it's like ham fisted in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah so they they're delivering the presents at night gateways teleporting them there's a couple of kids that catch dazzler in the act of putting the present underneath the tree and she even she has a nice line about oh, you yeah. just caught one yeah. of santa's helpers or something <laughs> special helpers yeah that's yeah. right yeah but this and this was my favorite part of the whole story 
they actually storm sees the new mutants you know yes. and they're trying to feel good in their mind the x-men are dead they're going to be essentially the the new x-men and she kind of lightens the snow for them because they're caroling mm-hmm. and it's like a mm-hmm. kind of uh, a harsh snowstorm and so she makes it a little more mild and this is where we get that line that i said at the top of the show where cannonball uh you know sam guthrie is basically asking uh, wolf spain if they want to just go ahead and try one more now that the weather is a little bit better uh, yes so i actually like that because it kind of tied in you know it's like oh i know these people <laughs> no yeah i love magneto's that there you know <laughs> magneto's there looking regal yeah. in his fur and i guess only magneto would make you go out in like a blizzard and no still kidding, try to right? carol right. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's hey, totally yeah, a magneto no thing to do yeah <laughs> like, man, we, wish, we wish professor x was here man you know <laughs> uh, we'd be yeah, warm I, and toasty in the <laughs> in the mansion <laughs> totally he wouldn't have us caroling in a blizzard here you know yeah. when i can only imagine magneto's thought process probably like you think this winter's harsh let me tell you about Ooh, harsh man. germany winters yeah. all right you know what i mean yeah. you're like okay magneto right. kind of heavy-handed right like, <laughs> i know yeah, yeah read the room guy <laughs> no kidding but that that wasn't i agree with you jerry that was a really cool part i was like oh cool they went to you know like it's a yeah. salem center in new york you know what i mean i was like wow pretty neat which makes sense like you want to see people that you know and love at christmas time you know so right yeah right. so good for storm for checking up on yeah yeah so we get the and we got to mention this because it's kind of important later on but mm-hmm. um there's a kid that's spray painting a picture of the x-men it says like wanted it's like a wanted poster mm-hmm. yes it right? is mm-hmm. and uh he writes the word live on it you know like the x-men live essentially yeah yeah like he didn't believe they died and he spoiler alert he was right they did <laughs> because we're watching them deliver presents here. <laughs> yeah. Um, long shot ends up delivering that necklace that he touched and, and saw the history of, and they realize it's Christmas time. And they all surprise Dazzler who had been super bummed about her circumstances. Cause Dazzler's like a legit rock star. Yeah. You know, yeah. she, she had like her disco phase. She actually is famous. And I mean, I think her and Cyclops even had like a little brief, dating fit really her too Man. i'm telling and you they, man. they actually they yeah. actually imply that they imply <laughs> that a little bit in the uh in the hellfire club episodes of the x-men cartoon because i just rewatched some of these recently yeah. and it's like when gene is gone after the dark phoenix thing and the hellfire club hazard he goes gambit takes him to the club to go see right. Dazzler's performing and she comes on to scott right away and he's kind of like a little bit at first not really into it but then the next night he goes again and that night you know gene sees him there and she's like what the what the hell you're here to see this other broad and he's yeah. like oh dang i didn't know like you know you were gonna be here it's like oh come on scott i'm telling you i'm telling you not not great not great not a good look it wasn't boy. his fault you know I mean, like, I'm, I'm with him i'm with him you know damn but yeah, yeah. also real quick too jerry before you talk about like with yeah. the, what we didn't talk about uh was like before they just delivered all this stuff like Longshot had to go through like every piece of treasure and touch it and find out where where it went because he could see like it belongs mm-hmm. somewhere but they they say that there were a few pieces that didn't have like they didn't give off any reading and the bike right. was one of them so oh okay before okay. you mm-hmm. think that like you know dazzler is you know go ahead dear what's gonna happen next but <laughs> <laughs> right because it's christmas but they realize it's christmas and so they actually give dazzler the bike that she wanted which uh mm-hmm. she's super grateful for it's kind of a little bit of freedom kind of something a little more expensive that she's used to her and what long shot right they take off yeah yeah, yeah. she tells yes. him she tells uh-huh. him like uh, climb one cutie <laughs> 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 and 
Wolverine's pouring himself a drink there. Of course, like you got it. Yeah. <laughs> you man. You know what I mean? So that was really cool. I thought that I was like, oh, it, it ended yeah. up turning out to be like, but this, I think this last page really is the, the touching part, Jerry. I agree because Rogue finds like a flute or um, and she gives it to Gateway. So it's like his own present and he starts playing it and she just, he like tells her to sit down. And so she just kind of enjoys his little concert and it's like a touching moment that it's like, yeah, this guy is human. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's a person too. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I want to give a lot of credit to Silvestri for like this character that doesn't speak. He's expressing a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. totally oh, yeah. picked up every yes. cue from Gateway. You know Agreed. What I mean? Like you said, even Rogue handing over the flute, which I guess maybe in my mind, I think like maybe she whittled herself out of wood or something like That's that. That's kind of what I thought. But at the same time, I'm like, when did she have time to do that? So I, true, I'm i going to assume true. she just found it. But yeah, my initial instinct was like, oh, she carved him a flute. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Dazzler had it. <laughs> it might have, or maybe Wolverine carved it. He can carve yeah, oh, it could be. That's flies, right. Maybe. That's right. <laughs> and, and here's my last thing, Jerry. I need you to play this tune for us because I know you can read music. Oh, and, man. and I want to, I want to hear this tune on your old recorder you have from elementary school. <laughs> I want to know what Gateway played right there. Was it a Christmas song? What did he play? You know? Well, it doesn't really look like much, and it's kind of hard because there's. I don't know if it's bass clef or treble clef, mm. Um, mm. so I can't say for certain. And there's no time signature or key signature, so I can't. <laughs> I, I got to imagine either it was like a traditional Aboriginal tune or it was, you know, uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Hey, you know what I mean? so, <laughs> let's see. I can, I'm, I'm going to kind of take a look here. Um, mm, <laughs> okay, so assuming we're in a treble clef. And she brings him cake too. I no, that. I don't. Uh, oh, she yeah. does. No, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't want to do it just in case. I don't know if there's accidentals or not, but we'll we'll save it for offline, Jerry. You see, you, you play me <laughs> we'll a little say, bit. <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we just pretend like it's? Uh, we wish you a merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. That works. That works. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but it does make me wonder, guys. Like, what would you say would be your uh, hap hap happiest memory or moment with uh, X Men in general or this issue in particular? Uh. I can go first if you yeah, want. Go ahead, like. So for me, it's pretty easy uh, because right away uh, when they're kind of running the test in the beginning of the book and then, uh, you know, Wolverine gets the best of Rogue and, you know, classic Wolverine, right? He has to like go all the way. Like he can't just like be like, okay, you know, we won the exercise. He gets Rogue down and pops the two claws on the sides of her face and says, you know, if I would have pop this third one, you know, you'd be dead. And so they're like, all right. But then he tells her, this is my line. I like right here. He says, uh, she says, uh, Storm says, uh, quite a competent performance, Allison. She says, from you all. And then uh, Cyclops, no, uh, Rogue says, one of these days, short stuff, it's going to be uh, your butt in the dirt. And he says, maybe so, sweetheart, but till then, you buy the beer. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. I love that they were playing for some beer down there. I would like to imagine if they're in the Outback, Foster's Australian beer. Man, man. There you go. <laughs> That's right. I do got to say, though, I always wondered how Wolverine did that because I always tried to like put my own fist to my neck and like if the claws were right here, like it still oh, yeah. would puncture my neck. I mean, he's got to have like some <laughs> massive hands. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love that motif. Every time it happens, it's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> right. Very cool. But uh, what about you, Double A? Uh, I mean, this was a really cool issue. I, I kind of like uh, issue 29 when uh, it's Wolverine and Storm having a drink. Yeah. And she's telling him, you know, do you still believe that was a waste of time? 
you know, uh, and he goes, I stand corrected, boss. Happy days, Oro, to the best of times. And then she goes, to what we stand and fight for, my friend, to life. Uh, yeah. I like how he always, like, he, like, really respects Storm a lot. Like, if you read yeah. those issues a lot, like, it seems like he's way more willing to follow her uh, yeah. than Cyclops by mm-hmm. far. Like, it seems like he trusts her more in these issues than he does with Cyclops. I wonder if so, it's uh, because Cyclops reminds him of uh, James Hudson, Vindicator from maybe. Alpha Flight. Maybe. You know what? Maybe. I, that's a great point. They're, they're yeah, kind of like they're on the that. same cloth, you yes. know? Yes. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, they don't ever really specify, but I always got that feeling. Like, he's just yeah. too by the I book. Never about that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And you got to imagine, too, you know, Wolverine was a soldier, so I'm sure he dealt with a lot of these, like, probably second lieutenants well, that were, like, in high rank. <laughs> that's and, true, yeah. And he was probably like a, a grunt in the, you know, in the dirt and probably like, man, look at this guy leading us to, you know, certain death. Not psych, but like probably right. guys that he was in battle with that he just saw and he just probably associated them but, with that. You know, right. what's wrong too is like she, she never like seems afraid or intimidated, even mm-hmm. though there's commentary that Claremont does where she's like, you know, oh, wow, I, I really thought Wolverine was going to stab me. She doesn't show it though. Right. right. And I guess Wolverine can't really sense it either. Like she's really afraid, you know? So it, I've always liked that relationship between them two. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It, uh, I think there's even um, when after their uh, annulment, her and Black Panther, I think she even briefly dates Wolverine. Right. Oh, that's always like. It's, the, it's like a few years ago, if I recall. Yeah, there's there's always like times where they play with that relationship a lot. They yeah, play with that right. in the, the the rogue version of Days of Future Past. Right. Uh, they're together in that one, and then in the cartoon. In the cartoon, they're together too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but I don't know why they never really gone down that road before. Yeah. I don't know. That, I, I really don't. I think I think I think it's an interesting uh, uh, power dynamic. You know, with them two being a couple. Yeah, big time. Yeah. <laughs> that's right what was uh what was your who's, what was your who's in charge? In the book? so i actually my, <laughs> yeah. uh, i, I kind of mentioned my favorite part it was uh when they were caroling and you because that's yes. because that's part yeah. of our christmas tradition my family and i um uh, so every time we're oh, together nice. we, nice. we go christmas caroling and so seeing magneto even if it was you know kind of a, a jerk thing to do take him out <laughs> in like this big, this big storm you know uh, but even then it's, it's still kind of reminded me. And so I got all the Christmas feels from that, of, of my family, just Christmas caroling. And it's like, Oh, I want to be singing with cannonball and Magneto. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what, is, what does Magneto sound like when he's singing? I want to know. <laughs> nice <laughs> you know baritone I mean? voice. That's oh, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture, uh, either Michael Fassbender or Ian McKellen just singing along <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go yeah. Yeah. either one would be great either yeah. one would be great <laughs> but uh but now we come to my favorite part of the show which is a little segment i call gag me with a spoon so this is where we do our best impression of our least favorite part of the uh comic book in this case so uh just kind of set up the scene where we're at and and uh yeah, i'll let y'all go first all right let me see i was gonna say if i had uh which one it was sadly i think it is from my my uh my fave here, Wolverine or whatever, because he's kind of being a, a, a jerk a little bit Yeah. Uh, when he doesn't really want to go through with the, the process of, you know, I think them Longshot's uh, telling him, Longshot tells him, Wolverine, uh, what could be more important than returning what was stolen to its rightful owners? The Reavers uh, caused this misery. We can end it. And Wolverine says to him here, 
we already have youngster by putting them out of business. <laughs> like, it's just like, so like callous, you know what I mean? I'm like, come on, have a heart, man. You know, <laughs> like we've already done our part. We superheroed it and we beat them and that's it. And it's yeah. like, Oh, we got a chance to return some stolen goods here. And, you know, but, I guess it's one of those things too, where you don't really see the superhero team do afterwards. It's kind of just like they do, do normally just kick right. butt and then move on. So you're, <laughs> this whole issue kind of centers around that where it's like, Hey, we have an opportunity to give back to, to the do something else. Wrong. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that's <laughs> it for me. And that was my, my best, uh, 90s Wolverine impersonation there. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Cyclops I made him a convertible. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I still love that line. <laughs> oh yeah. It's great. <laughs> they did such a good job in that cartoon about expounding on that, you know, little rivalry there. And, and you know, you mentioned James Hudson earlier, uh, Jeremy, real quick. Didn't he, didn't Wolverine have the hots for her too? The wife? Oh, I think. Um, Damn, really? Because I think she was I a redhead know. too, and the guy was really stuck on redheads. Because yeah. telling your redheads, man. Already. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I think Wolverine's type is somebody else's man, woman. Yeah, that's his type. <laughs> yeah. Man, after the whole Monaco fiasco, it was like, no oh, kidding. That's it. right. <laughs> man. Only, woman, <laughs> only, uh, I'm only into them if they're spoken for. <laughs> Damn. Right, right. He's, That's well, crazy. you know, the, he's all about his own personal misery, right? So he's got to want something he can't have. <laughs> I know, and now I just picture that sad Wolverine meme, you know, from the cartoon uh, where it's just him lying on bed on the bed, looking the picture. at the picture. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah reusable in, in any moment, any situation, of, in, yeah. any situation. Man. When when Tim Duncan retired from the Spurs, they put that up, and I was like, so true. Yeah, I was like, dang, I feel it, I feel it. <laughs> oh man, what Final one double A that, that's hitting you. Uh, I guess that just him and Havoc, you know, or he's like, you know, they're they're on the room kind of like where CM kind of left it off about, you know, them talking about the loot, like where like, you know, um, long shots kind of like, you know, all that, you know, t talking about going back and Wolverine's like, man, you know, we're done. But, you know, where, you know, he kind of goes off on Havoc, you know, I'm suggesting, boy, that maybe the X-Men got more important things to do. And then, you know, he's like, I'm not a boy, mister. And, you know, could have fooled me sometime. Yeah. I, was like, Damn, right. I love that clap back over. He's like, I'm not a, I liked it. Having addressed it, but then Wolverine was ready right away. Like, yeah. fool me. I, th I think the first indication that you're still a boy is when you call someone else, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not a boy, Mr. <laughs> totally classic like, yeah. trying to like assert yourself right <laughs> i didn't even that's a great pick yeah, yeah. i didn't think about that but yeah <laughs> totally having totally emasculated himself in that moment exactly oh, yeah it's like he set himself up for that uh those are I both good a, yeah i need a word bubble above wolverine's head that's just like i, I miss scott right now <laughs> know, right? Yeah. no kidding right for real Damn. uh those are both good so for me i actually went with the dazzler line and this is when, you know, she's like fed up with her situation. She's already seen the uh, gross thing under her bed is like a big old pile of. Oh, yeah. Goo or I don't know what the yeah. heck it was, but something that scared her. Uh, <laughs> and she's finally like just had it. And she's like stuck in the middle of absolute nowhere in this utter and complete dump with no books to read, TV to watch, music to listen to. And worst Damn. of all, no place whatsoever to boogie on a Saturday night. It's <laughs> like, what? Okay, Damn. I get you're from the disco era, but come on, boogie on a Saturday night. <laughs> I almost went with that one, Jared. I was like, boogie? <laughs> I was, I was like, like, no. 
No kidding. This but, is like 88. I was, I was like, what like, year is this book, though? In 88, we were, all, we were all boogieing, I think, a little bit. But yeah, well, also <laughs> makes you think, right? Claremont's an older guy. That's right? true. So, That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> You've been writing yeah. it for a while at that point. So. It's like, yeah, they, they boogie still. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, you know, I got to ask. G.I. Joe taught us that knowing is half the battle. What do you guys think is the other half? Uh, return to loot. It's only loot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> to make everything better. And uh, I'll go with the opposite and say, uh, uh, knowing it's half the battle, but the other half is uh, uh, when you beat the bad guys, your job is done. That's it. <laughs> Call it a day. Hey, yeah. leave the returning the loot to the cops. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> That's true. Uh, those are both better than mine. I thought if uh, knowing's half the battle, the other half is just teleporting to deliver presents on Christmas night. <laughs> there you yeah, go. There you go. I, I do like it. Jerry. That's how like Santa it. does it. <laughs> you, you know, Jerry, I thought you were going to say caroling in a blizzard is the other half. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. Not, I'm not that crazy. Uh, I love caroling, but I'm not that crazy. Um, I real quick. So Santa Claus is a mutant in the uh, Marvel six one six continuity. Nice. He was a mutant that was uh, created spontaneously. Like he just was. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, he has okay. no parents. He was just created. Uh, and he <laughs> wow. is like ridiculously powerful. He pretty much can warp reality. He can teleport. He has super speed. He has super strength. I mean, he's like, man, he's just, um, he's an Omega level mutant. Isn't I was yeah, going to no say, awesome. <laughs> But yet, who chooses his powers to only use them one time a year to deliver gifts? There you go. Yeah, <laughs> well, you one know, time. It does it, inspire. I won't deny that, but it reminds me of when Spider-Man's talking to Sauron. Remember that, Jerry? When he was oh, like, yeah. Oh, man. With your technology, yeah. you, you could uh, cure cancer. He's like, but I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. <laughs> You're just like, come on, Sauron. <laughs> it's so classic. Classic line. <laughs> <Sora>. True <laughs> villainy right there. I like, yeah. Yeah. He's just yeah. like, I'm just selfish. And no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to do this. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, man. I like when uh, when Santa needed the Infinity Gauntlet to deliver the presents. Uh, uh, that was classic. Oh, man. I mean, right there, you've got it all, right? Yeah. Time, I know, you know, right? Yeah. Uh, reality, space. You just yeah. snap your fingers and you're done. You know? Well, and he ends up kind of, he ends up, it kind of drives him a little mad. And so then the Illuminati oh. have to like stop him. <laughs> Yikes. Oh. Where does all this happen at, Jerry? I know. <laughs> uh, I don't remember which one. It, it's in one of the holiday issues, but uh, yeah. Uh, X-Men? No, it's it's not X. It's uh, uh, um, like one of the Marvel holiday specials or something. Oh, I got you. Yeah, wow. it, okay. It's from like 10 years ago. I mean, it's it's fairly recent. and uh, Nice. Yeah, it's somehow his reindeer got injured, and so he didn't have a way to deliver presents. And so he goes to the to the Illuminati and asks for the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> In the end, yeah, okay. Tony Stark builds him some iron reindeer, uh, some robot reindeer, and okay. that, that helps him. But yeah, for a while there, it's like it's it's pretty fun to see like Namor and Mister Fantastic uh, and all those guys like try to take down Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. I need to yeah, check that that's one out. Crazy, for sure. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll see if I, I don't remember the issue off the top of my head. I'll get it to you and I'll uh, I'll, I'll let you guys know. All right, cool. Anyway. Okay. Uh, but so guys, it's been so much fun talking about X Men with you. Um, but tell me about your show. You know, what do you want to plug? Uh, absolutely, Jared. So Double uh, A and myself are just another Friday night. Uh, that's the name of our podcast. Uh, we usually go live every Friday um, on Facebook and on YouTube. 
uh, we talk about pop culture, you know, pretty much uh, things that we consider to be uh, of note. You know what I mean? We've covered most recently, you know, we had covered um, uh, the Adam Eve uh, uh, show that came out from the from Invincible, Invincible series. Yeah, we've covered, of course, right. like things like The Boys. Um, you know, we've gone back and we've covered things, you know, like like in your realm, Jerry, you know, we, together we've uh, talked about He-Man. Yes. Uh, Revelation. And we've also uh, talked about uh, 80s cartoons. You know what I mean? So we try to cover everything in the realm of wrestling. You talked about wrestling before. Yeah, totally. We we love wrestling. Decades in movies. I'm I'm still waiting on that uh, Dr. Doom episode, guys. Just a whole episode about Dr. Doom. That would be awesome. (laughs) <laughs> Jared, believe us, we're getting that together because we yeah, both... I've already I've already bought some stories for CMT read. Uh, nice, <laughs> I got uh, the Emperor Doom, mm-hmm. oh Marvel yeah, yeah, graphic novel, and yeah. then uh, the Spirit Trump Trump and the Spirit. The, oh yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange team up. Yes, that's uh, a good one. That's a, Triumph that's a and one. Torment. Triumph and Torment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I just picked up a, a trade for Double A to read that I got. I've got to read through myself too, uh, Jerry. I don't know if you know it. Uh, it's just called. It's just called Doom, uh, but I think it's like a three issue series. Um, and I want to. I, I want to read through that one and then ha- pass that one over to Double A so we can kind of swap or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll I'll send you a picture later of it. I, I think it's right fairly on. recent. I think, but yeah, man, we definitely would want to get you on for that one. So yeah, we talk comics, movies, uh, mm-hmm. shows that are streaming. You know, we love Star mm-hmm. Wars, so. Uh, you know, Ahsoka. we're definitely going to cover Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ahsoka. We're, yeah, we're all in uh, yeah. on that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, you know, we just love to to be uh, on live with the live audience and have you guys talk, give us feedback in real time. You know, uh, we've been uh, partnering with a, a, a fellow show that's uh, out of here in San Antonio, but they've got kind of a global audience and they've uh, been letting us stream on their network. Uh, they're called Collecting Weekly and they... Uh, they have had some really great feedback from from their audience, you know, about suggestions on things to watch, read, talk about. So, um, yeah, man, it's all about us kind of making those connections, just like you do, Jer, and and, and uh, talking about stuff we love. Mm-hmm. Right on. And you can find us uh, at justanotherfridaynight.com and pretty much anywhere you can stream or listen to podcasts, uh, TikTok, uh Twitter or excuse me, TikTok X, <laughs> no longer Twitter, uh, TikTok <laughs> X yeah. and um, Instagram. It's at J-A-F-N podcast uh, for just another Friday night. And if you search it on Facebook, we're there. And we have a Facebook group called the Friday Night Faithful. Jerry, mm-hmm. you are a, a Friday nighter, a member of the Friday Night Faithful. We love your input uh, there where we do all kinds of, we post art, we post articles, we post short clip videos. You know what I mean? Uh, in fact, Jerry, I might post the Doom books there so we can all three kind of, you know, give oh, our yeah. Doom insights yeah, that'd be cool. on, the books, on the books there. And, and yeah, by all means, please post the Santa uh, story or images there if you can, because I think the audience will love that as well. So, yeah, that's right kind of just our place to generally uh, uh, talk pop culture stuff. You know what I mean, Jerry? You, you've been in there. You know what it's like. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you definitely go check it out. Um, check out the show. It is so much fun interacting with them. Um I always say I want to do like a live show, but like actually live, like with an audience, but I oh, can't. And so yeah. <laughs> uh, the next best thing is, is to actually be at one of your guys shows, <laughs> you know, you. To, yes. to interact that way. It's, love it's that. fun. Uh, and you my, will, Jerry, you will, I believe you will do that live show one day, <laughs> we'll probably see. from decorators warehouse. Live. That's right. <laughs> That's your, right. Your, your kids might be grown up by then, but, or That's, teenage you, at least. You never know. Be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's fun. The, the, um, uh, I just wish I could type faster. 
<laughs> that's the only thing i have to use the voice to to text message but uh yeah no it's great definitely go check out um just another friday night you won't regret it but on that note let me say thank you guys one more time absolutely thank thanks you. for having us jerry yeah, and you. i'll end it with i bet none of you realize what night that was merry christmas so check us out on our social media pages, which you can find at linktree.com slash totally rad Christmas. And if you're feeling like Dazzler getting her motorbike, leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach more people and spread some rad holiday cheer. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on tpublic.com and our super dope website, totallyradchristmas.com, courtesy of Tiz Podcast Elf, Tom Crow. Guess what? You just got to meet one of Santa's special helpers. Bye now. Later, dudes. <laughs>